you are an entrepreneur, a professional, a speaker, or a coach, and although you've come a long way, it's time for you to take it to the next level. We've got you. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. We'll help you use authority and influencer marketing to build your business stronger and faster by publishing a book. You'll hear from guests that are thought leaders in sales, marketing, networking, communication, social media, promotion, and business leadership. Let's do it. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. And now your host, the extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder. Welcome to the Author to Authority Podcast. And if you've wondered about audiobooks and the power that they have to help you build your business, then today's episode is for you. I'd love to welcome Becky Parker Geist. Hopefully I said that correctly. She's the founder and CEO of Pro Audio Voices, which is a Portland-based company serving clients internationally as the go-to place for exceptional audiobook production and marketing and producer of the soon-to-be-released Amplify app that offers the highest royalties and most controlled authors of audiobooks of any platform in the industry. Her debut novel, The Left Turn, the first in the Split Universe series, which explores self-discovery and discoveries in new science through contemporary metaphysical fiction in the context of parallel universes, is available for purchase on Amazon. Welcome to the show, Becky. Thank you so much. And it's Becky Parker Geist. All good. <laughs> yeah, I was debating back and forth and I didn't get a chance to ask you. No worries. No worries. And we have yeah, the soon to be released is actually now released. So we'll talk about Yay! that later. Yeah. So exciting. Well, we'll have yeah. to make sure we get an updated bio from you then. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Be- yeah. Becky and I have been going back and forth for quite a while to make this interview happen. It's We've had a few misstarts and then she couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. It's been back and forth. So, so glad to finally be able to have this conversation with you today. Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm glad that we were able to work it out and get our schedules lined up. (laughs) So Becky, since this is your first time on the show, why don't you take a few minutes and introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your business story. How did you become the founder and CEO of Pro Audio Voices? Sure. Yeah. You know, I think from the time I was just a, a really little kid, I have always loved storytelling and performance. Uh, I just, whether it was listening to stories that were being read to me or are actually performing. And I, I stayed with theater and performance through school, college, got my MFA in acting. And it was really, um, it was really my first job out of grad school was working for Library of Congress, talking books for the blind. And that's when I was introduced back in 1981, seems like a gazillion years ago, that, that I was introduced to audiobooks and recording them, and I fell in love with them. It was such a great way to be able to use my skills, but also to feed that passion for bringing stories to life. And, um, there was there was a little gap between you know three kids and a move to the west coast that then in in 2011 was when i i actually connected with bay area independent publishers association because i really wanted to get back to my audiobook narration mm-hmm. and and then started my own company pro audio voices 
in 2013. And that was, I, I was one of those people that had, um, had kind of put my, my dream and passion on hold while I went to make money doing something else, you know, and so learned the hard way. Oh, that doesn't actually work that way. When you do what you love and you're passionate about, then, then you're doing it well, you know, you excel in that. And I, I certainly discovered that when I fully stepped into back into the audiobook world, it's like then it was just like, ah, oh, yes. And, and my business just has grown fast. So it's been great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. Sometimes we, we think we have to do something else to earn the money besides the thing that we really love to do. But in turn, yeah. when we really just commit to doing the thing we love, it yeah. really, uh, really changes uh, the results that we get. Yeah, it does. It It's like it engages the universe in a whole different way, you know, mm -hmm. and we're able to really move forward in ways that we, I think, are hard to imagine before we actually step into those, those, yeah. uh, into our passions, you know, and then we find the way because we're so passionate about it. I fell into publishing. I started ghostwriting as a way to earn extra money. Mm -hmm. And within a year, I started a publishing company because I realized I had, I had found what I wanted to do. Yeah. And, and never in my life would I dreamt I would become a publisher that was not in my list of things I wanted to do as a child. Even being an entrepreneur was not in the list of things that I wanted to do as a child. But I feel like God yeah. had other plans for me. And uh, it's, it's been an incredible adventure. Yeah, I, you know, I hear that from so many people who have <clears throat> come into publishing in, in what seems like an accidental kind of way. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I have a believe that we that we are story you know that mm -hmm. we experience our lives as story as narrative mm -hmm. like if someone says well who are you you know you immediately start <laughs> creating this narrative in your head right or asking you anything about your day whatever it is what you think about something it's always a narrative because that's the way we experience our lives and mm -hmm. so being a part of this world this indie publishing world where we're in essence creating new worlds, whether they're fiction or whether they're just, you know, helping us better understand the world that we seem to be experiencing, mm -hmm. right, in our mm -hmm. real life, that that it feels it connects with us in a really mm -hmm. powerful way. So it doesn't really surprise me when we find, you know, when I'm talking with authors and people in the publishing industry to to hear how how that has connected for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Most definitely. You know, there's, there's some things that you do and, you know, you fall into them and you very quickly realize this is not for me. Right. But then there's other things that you just, you don't even think about, you kind of fall into it and it's like all of a sudden your eyes are open and you're like, wow, I never knew it could be like this. Yes. Yes, I, I, I think that's so true, you know, that we we find when we step into those passions, you know, that we new vistas open up that we couldn't see. And I think that the fear that holds us back, the fear of, oh, I'm not going to be able to earn enough money. I'm not going to be able to whatever, you know, but it's most often, I think, you know, being able to support myself with this endeavor 
it's hard for us to see that until we take that step. And then when we do, we new ideas come, you know, vistas open up for us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not always easy. Like there's, there's times you have to do other things to bring money in. Yeah. And there's no shame in that. That's right. right. Like Absolutely. If, if your business isn't built up enough or, you know, the reason I was able to been able to take 20 years failing forward as a entrepreneur was because my husband had a good job. Yeah. Yeah. It allowed me the time. Now. Yeah. We, we needed the extra money, but if I failed, I wasn't supporting the whole family on what I earned. Right. No, you're and absolutely so, right. Yeah. You know, if you if you're listening to this and you have to take another job to support your entrepreneurial dream, do it. Yep. Right? Yep. Bring the money in you need, work on it on the side, work hard on it, and it will hit a point where it's really hard because I've talked to many people who've hit that point where, you know, they're working and the business is taking off so much. And then you have to kind of decide, yeah, is it time to give up the income, you know, which kind of cuts your income in half, because usually by this point, you're making almost what you're making before. But, you know, when you take when you take that leap, and then you can grow the business bigger. It's such a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah, it's like, you know, whatever that first step, it doesn't have to be jumping in with both feet. You know, it doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to suddenly leave everything else behind. It's really about finding the way to follow your passion and still have your life work, right? But not giving up your passion so that, you know, I mean, we see this all the time. You know, most authors have other income, not from their, just from their books, you know, but the passion to write is strong and drives us forward. Uh, So, yeah, just cheering on that that passion voice. Yes. Listen to it. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, I so agree. Yeah. So Becky, I know you've come today and we're going to talk about audiobooks. So I'm going to let you loose to share some things that you've brought for us today. And then we'll, uh, we'll talk about it a bit. Great. Yeah. So as probably everyone knows, you know, the rise in audiobooks continues. So we've been having, we've had over a decade of double digit growth in the audiobook world, yeah. and there's no sign of that slowing down. There is still, you know, a lot, there's still a lot of people that haven't yet gotten on board, but there is a, this growing number. And, and so really what that means for us as authors is that if we are not getting our, our books into audio, then we are most likely missing, we're excluding a big chunk of our audience because more and more people are actually choosing audio over any other format. Mm -hmm. It it allows listeners to actually take in more content, you know, to read more books, right? Because in part, because we can do more things at the same time, you know, we can multitask, drive or whatever. But because of this, so they're they're consuming more and we have a bigger audience. And what that means then also is that we have this hunger. There's this hunger for quality content and a growing audience that just is voracious. So what I've found is that typically when somebody listens to an audiobook for the first time, as long as it's, uh, you know, well done, that they get hooked and that that's, it's like, okay, now, you know, they're, they're in and, and they want more and more. So that's a good news. That's good news for our, for us authors. You know mm-hmm. that our audience is wanting more from us. And I gotta stop you there because guess what? I'm the anomaly. Oh, 
<laughs> to audiobooks and I fall asleep. <laughs> I, I'm actually one of these people who prefers to read it. Okay. Right? Yeah. And, and yeah. it's really funny because, you know, I do the podcast. I am not an audio person. Like my preferred learning is not audio. It's actually the one I don't like the most. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But here's here's the thing. And here's a hint and tip as an entrepreneur. Yeah. You can't just provide content in the way that you prefer. Right. Right. Yeah. And so one of the reasons I do the podcast is because I recognize it's it's a valuable way for people to get the information they want in the format that they want. Now, I have actually really come to enjoy interviewing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when I look at the way I do things, I'm actually a reader. Now, that's not to say I don't occasionally listen to podcasts. I do. Every once in a while, I listen to podcasts. I know I'm a podcast host, but... Just being honest with you guys, <laughs> but I've always wanted to make sure that I provide like tremendous amount of value, but yeah. I've tried audiobooks a couple of times and I, mm-hmm. I just, I was listening to them and now maybe if I was doing something while listening to it, yeah. a couple of times I did, I thought, oh, I'll just relax and, and listen to an audiobook. And I'm like, I'm out like a light, man. That just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, voice just... <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Reminds me so much of a story. I was, I was talking with a friend of mine who we were in the same networking group and, and his name is Trevor. And I was talking with him about audiobooks. He says, you know, every time I listen to an audiobook, I just fall asleep and, and I'm driving and I don't want to be falling asleep while I'm driving. And I say, well, okay, I hear you. Let's, I'm, I, I said, do me a favor and just listen to one of the ones that I've narrated and, you know, and let me know if you still have that experience. And afterwards, he said, oh, my gosh, that was so different. Like, I loved it. I want more, you know. And so not to say that it's like just my voice, you know, but it was um, it depends on somewhat on what you're listening to and also when you're listening to it. Right. Yeah. Well, Uh, I tend to listen to nonfiction. So that's a little. Yeah. That's a little different. But yeah. Yeah. Recognize. I, I so recognize the value of audiobooks. Yeah. And, you know, as a publisher, I encourage all of my clients, not that every one of them do, but I encourage them to have the book in every single format available. Right. Right. Because people are looking in different places. And what's really interesting is a surprising number of people will actually get more than one format of the same book. Yes. So... Absolutely. Some people like to read along. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And each format has its own particular beneficial elements, you know, like ebooks, for example, you can click a link. That's cool. We can't do that in any of the other formats. You know, print, you can carry along on the airplane. You don't have to worry about it. Although you can do that with the others as well. But each format has its own value. You know, with with audiobooks, of course, you don't have to, your eyes don't have to be engaged with the content, which is what then lets us do so many other things that we may want to do. And including closing them, you know, for many people. And this was an interesting trend in the pandemic is that we were seeing an increase in the number of people that said they were just relaxing at home, listening to an audiobook. 
because yeah. our screen time had gone up so much in order to keep working. We had to, you know, most of us had to be on the computer a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you, the eyes get tired, right? Yeah. And so being able to close our eyes and just disappear into a story is different from a, a film because there you have to, you know, it's screen time again. So, yeah. Yeah. And then one of the other things I just want to uh, make sure that our listeners know as as authors is that you must always remember that when you get your audiobook done, that you are the one driving traffic to that audiobook, just like mm-hmm. you are in marketing any of your other formats. You know, the the idea that I'll I'll get my audiobook produced and then I'll put it on Audible and all will be good. I'll start seeing those royalties roll right in. Yeah, that's not a realistic goal or expectation. Well, and thank you for saying that because anyone who's listened to the podcast for quite a while knows my feeling about, you know, writing a book, putting it on Amazon and expecting all this money to come in. It doesn't right. happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen. That's right. It's up to us to to send that traffic. And also, you know, uh, it's helpful for also to know what is your end goal. Like, yes, make a plan. And that's for each format. You might have a slightly different end goal, potentially, mm-hmm. or it might be the same. But, you know, I think from my many, many conversations with authors, for the most part, we're out there trying to have some kind of impact in the world. We yes. want to reach our audience because we have something to say that we think is important. And yeah. our audience mm-hmm. is there. So our goal with marketing, really is to help our listeners find us because they're out there looking. They want yeah. our content. How can we best help them find us? For audiobooks, it's, you know, you want to be in all the places they may be looking. So you want to distribute broadly, mm-hmm. but also know that you're, they're going to turn to you uh, for, you know, when you're directing that traffic. So if you have an audiobook, and it's in lots of different places. And you say, my mm-hmm. audiobook is available on Audible. Okay. And if that's all you tell them or you tell them to get it on Audible, that's where they'll get it. Now, I was, I was, <laughs> I stopped myself for a moment from saying I have nothing against Audible, but actually I do have some things, <laughs> some reasons to not be very happy with Audible. One of the main ones is that they pay the lowest royalties. Yeah. They're not supporting the creators. And I I am a passionate advocate for authors and wanting to find the ways to help them thrive mm-hmm. so that yeah. they can keep creating. So and and we are actively making a difference in that realm and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I just want to want to highlight you know, this idea that you're going to drive the traffic. So figure out what's the mm-hmm. best place for you to drive them to, to buy your books or audiobooks, mm-hmm. ebooks, and then send them there. And it's perfectly fine and good to say also available at your favorite retailer or mm-hmm. library or whatever it is. Uh, I think, you know, as readers, as listeners, that most of us, want to support the creators if we have any consciousness around the process at all you know we want to be supportive and if an author 
They have frequently gone to try to find a way to buy direct from authors rather than, you know, even if I find a book on Amazon, then I try to find the author's website and find out, well, where do they want me to buy it? I've been surprised at how many send me back to, to, to Amazon, but you know, that's okay. If that's where they want me to buy it, that's where I'll buy it. But I think sometimes they don't realize the options that are available to them or they don't have the resources to be able to do it. Right. Like it's, it's a little different to try and sell the book yourself. So, you know, even myself right now, because I'm working on everybody else's stuff. Like I don't have an audio book yet because I spend so much time working on everybody else's books. I and know. I keep thinking, oh man, I got to get this audio done. I know how important it is. Yeah, I'm hoping in the fall though, uh, I'm bringing on more staff to release more time for me to work on some of my own stuff. But yeah. I think, yeah, you... um You definitely, you know, that thought there that selling your book yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not like you even have to have it printed in that yourself. If you do the research, there are what are called fulfillment companies, and they work one of two ways. There are a few that you send them the order, they print the book, they ship it out. Right. The other thing most people don't realize as authors is you can order author copies off of your Amazon back office. So you can just set up a simple website with a cart. You don't even have to have fancy software. You could just do PayPal. Yep. Yep. <laughs> get yep. a PayPal button. Yeah. Get a PayPal business account. Get a PayPal button. Put it on the website. And yep. they'll send you all the information when someone purchases it. You go in your Amazon back office. You type in all the information. Amazon prints and ships the book to them. Yeah. And when we come when we talk about digital products, our ebooks and our audiobooks. Yep. There are ways, so ebooks are the, are the easiest because it's digital and it's a single file. Yeah. Audiobooks are more complicated because it's a package of files. It's a whole yeah. playlist and a cover image. And, and that complication makes it more challenging to sell it directly from your website. But we have solved that problem, which we'll get to. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we'll we'll talk more about that because there is a way to sell direct now that there wasn't before. What so actually, wanna... let, let's shift yeah. gears into that, Becky, because sure. we've got about seven, eight minutes left. And okay. there's always a question I ask every author who comes on the show. And I want to give you some time to be able to share with people how to get a hold of you. So let's take a look at your Amplify app and, and some of the other resources that you have available to help people. Yeah, yeah. So... Amplify Audiobooks. It's in the App Store now, and you can find it at AmplifyAudiobooks.com. That will take you directly to the store. Uh, and But for authors, you may want to go to ProAudioVoices.app because that will take you to learn more about what the package, what it is for authors. But here's the thing. I've been working with authors for decades now, mm-hmm. and kept seeing this frustratingly low royalties that authors were getting. And the, you know, and then I'd also have clients who would say, well, I want to run a promotion. How can I do that? Mm -hmm. And you're just blocked out from all of those tools in the current regular retail models. So we created Amplify Audiobooks in order to give authors way higher royalties and much more control. 
So you earn actually 65% of the gross price that you set. You have complete control over your pricing. You can do promotions. You can do coupons. You get your own customer information. And that is incredibly valuable. You know, if we think about, oh, well, if I sell my auto, my audiobook on Audible, can I get, can I find out who bought it? They're never going nope. to tell you that. <laughs> they Same know. with your physical books. <laughs> That's right. They know how valuable that information is and they're not giving it away. However, you as an author ideally want to build your community, your following, mm-hmm. and we are all about community and impact. That it, those are two of our core values. And so this, this app and platform are a way for authors to sell direct. So you have your mm-hmm. own store in the Amplify audiobook store and you have all the, the control that you normally would as the owner of the property because you are right. So that's what we've put together and I've just released literally last month took us longer. Boy, developing an app, that is a complicated, expensive process, I have to say. <laughs> and so, but we've, we've gotten there and it's, it's so exciting to be able to offer this because it's, it is truly a game changer in the audiobook world and I think in the indie publishing world. Wow, that sounds amazing. You and I are definitely going to be talking more once we get off. Um, Becky, so here we're going to switch gears again because here's the question that I ask every single author that's come on the show. And I know you've been writing for a long time. So you could pick any book that you want that you think you'll give a great answer to this question to. What has been the good, the bad, and the ugly about writing and publishing books? Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll focus on the, my most recent book, my novel, The Left Turn. Uh, the good. It was exciting to actually get through the publishing process. And, and my favorite thing was that we released it in audio first. Mm, nice. Uh, you know, being in the indie publishing world for so long and, and a leader in the, in the world as well of, of that, you know, that, that realm. Uh, I thought it would be easier, you know, <laughs> that I would know the answers to the many questions that pop up more yeah. readily. And I found myself more frequently than I expected turning to my colleagues and saying, how do you do this again? <laughs> this piece again? Uh, so good getting it done and getting it out in audio first, and which is also now an option where it wasn't mm-hmm. an option available. And then the bad, you know, I just feel like, just like you were expressing earlier, you know, when you were saying, oh, I don't really have time for my own projects. Uh, it's like that for me. I feel like, you know, I can advise our clients on doing all these things and I'm not always walking that talk with my own project really because I, um, it hasn't been my highest priority, you know, pro audio voices, helping audio authors with audiobook production and with amplify audiobooks is my highest my highest priority. And so that's where my energy has gone. The ugly, you know, I don't, I don't think I would actually describe any part of it as, as the ugly, you know, certainly some challenges, you know, but 
all just part of the process, you know? And I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I think you and I've been through it enough. We've seen enough with other people that uh, it doesn't really apply, but I, I've had people on this show who had seen the ugly side and, you know, so felt for them because they had such a journey to try and get their books published mm-hmm. beyond what most people normally normally do. So I'm glad to hear that there's good and bad, but no particularly ugly there. Yeah. yeah. So Becky, we got about a minute or two left. So what I would love for you to do is to share one final thought. And then if people have been listening to this and they're like, I really need to connect with Becky. And if you have any free offerings, now's your opportunity to give it. Okay, great. Thanks. Well, yeah, my, uh, I guess the the one other thing that I would have said just in terms of a, a final thought or tip is that if you are an author that has the idea in your head that you must be the narrator for your own audiobook, I would just want to to say that that is not necessarily the case. And if that idea puts a little bit of panic in you or makes you feel uncomfortable, that just know that it is not required, whether your book's in first person, memoir, nonfiction, whatever, you have mm-hmm. options. Um, but of course, if you really want to, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, one of the things that we do offer as a free offering is discovery call to talk with us about what your goals are. And then we will also follow that with another free strategy call mm-hmm. to give you ideas and ways, recommendations that we might have for your audiobook to make it the very best that it can be. So the best way to find us to do that is to schedule that is at proaudiovoices.com. There's a, a contact button or, you know, get started button that will help you get that scheduled. And then, of course, Amplify Audiobooks. Uh, please, if you're, if you don't have an audiobook yet, please join us as a listener and help us spread the word. It's a movement. You know, we're really trying to make a big difference for a lot of people in the world. And it's going to take all of us to get the word out. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Becky. I just want to encourage the listeners, go back and find other episodes. Yes, shameless plug, shameless plug here. But at the time of this recording, so Becky, just so you are aware, you are episode, let me find it here. 425. Woo! That's awesome. So there is a lot. If you're interested in book publishing, I will put a link to one of the other book publishings. But just uh, take some time to explore a lot of the different topics that we have on here. Digest more than one at a time. You are allowed to binge the Author to Authority podcast. Yes, I know. I'm going a little overboard. But I really do believe in this podcast and I really hope that you enjoy it and take the time to listen to more than one episode. So this has been Becky Parker Geist and Kim Thompson Pinder on the author to authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. 
You've been listening to the Author to Authority Podcast. The Extraordinary Word Ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder, has helped over 200 entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches write and publish their books that have become incredible marketing tools for their business. And many of those have gone on to become Amazon best-selling authors and have used their books to land high-level clients and get on big stages. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.author2authoritypodcast.com. See you next time.